0: our desire, our prayer that we can have a peaceful, intelligent rally here this afternoon. But at the same time we see that they have surrounded us with many of their own agents in uniform and out of uniform who have spent much time here in Harlem posing as peace officers and at the same time breaking up the peace of black people So we hope that they will be peaceful and we will be
1: peaceful.
0: We are here to tell you to love the white man. You have come to the wrong place. And those of you who think that you perhaps came here to hear us tell you to turn the other cheek to the brutality of the white man I say again, you came to the wrong place. But no matter what happened, we don't teach you to turn the other cheek. We don't teach you to turn the other cheek in the south, and we don't teach you to turn the other cheek in the north. We teach you to obey the law. We teach you to carry yourselves in a respectable way. But at the same time, we teach you that anyone who puts his hand on you, do your best to see that he doesn't put it on anybody else. You don't have any votes for airplanes bringing drugs into this country. The white man brings it in. The white man brings it to Harlem. The white man makes you a drug addict. The white man then puts you in jail when he catches you using drugs. Who is it that controls the prostitution in Harlem? It's the white man. Who controls the large n- sale of whiskey and wine? It's the white right man. You don't have any distillery. You don't own Schindler's. You don't own uh, All Over Hope or Seagram's. You don't put the seal on that bottle of whiskey. It's the white right man. Who gives you the check of cards and the dice that you use to gamble with? It's the white right man. And after he sent them to you, he kept you with them and put you in jail for using them. Yeah. They are trapped in a vicious cycle of poverty, of ignorance, of apathy, of disease, and of death. And they have these old Uncle Tom
1: Negro leaders coming to Holland
0: telling you and me that times are getting better. Your times will never get better until you make them better that goes on right here in Holland. They will, they will let a prostitute die as long as she come back to them later on. They encourage her to be a prostitute. They take bribes from her for being a prostitute. And they'll take it in cash or they'll take it in trade. Well, we're here to tell them it has to come to a stop. Anytime you find any white man taking advantage of your woman, disrespecting her, you within your right to do the same thing to him that he's been doing to you. Yeah. You can't take a white woman in a white neighborhood. You can't grab a white woman in a white neighborhood. You can't even walk through a white neighborhood with a white woman what do you look like letting this blue-eyed thing walk around here with our wings? comes uh, to biting the enemy of, of America, you'll bite just like that, whether he tell you to bite in Korea, or bite in Berlin, or bite in the South Pacific. As soon as he says, stick them, you'll bite anybody he point the finger at. But right here in this country, right in this country, under your nose, with two-legged white dogs, sticking four-legged dogs on your and my mother, you and I don't know how to fight. Sticking dogs on your and my sister, and you and I don't know how to bite. Sticking dogs on our children and dogs on our babies, and you don't know how to bite. You can't fight nor bark until the white man say bark or bite. In the South, you are segregated by that dog. In the North, you integrated with this dog. And there's no
1: difference.
0: Oh, you're not getting too wet. The dog is their best friend! The dog is their closest relative! They got the same kind of hair, the same kind of skin, and the same kind of smell. Oh yeah! <laughs> and Adam Clayton Powell knows it. He you knows you can send him to Washington or you can send him to Puerto Rico. And because he knows it, he speaks with a loud voice, like a black man. And when he speaks with a loud voice, like a black man, the white man calls him a racist. Says he sounds too much like a Muslim. (laughs) (laughs) Simply because he's trying to tell the white man where it's at. (laughs) When the Honorable Elijah Muhammad finishes opening your and my eyes and making it possible for us to see this tight man like he really is, He don't have to worry about us integrating with him. We don't want to be around that old pale thing. We don't want to be around that old pale thing. We don't want to integrate with that old pale thing. We don't want to sleep next to that old pale thing. So we can do without him. You find that old pale thing laying out in the sun trying to get to look like you. That old pale thing. You find him using man pain, trying to look like you. That old pale thing that old sickly looking thing. And today we see him like he is. There was a time when we used to drool in the mouth over white people. We thought they were pretty because we were blind. We were dumb. We couldn't see them as they are. But since the honorable Elijah Muhammad has come and taught us the religion of Islam, which has cleaned us up and made us so we can see for ourselves, now we can see that old pale thing so look exactly as he looked, Nothing but an old pale thing. The news media found Malcolm both frightening and irresistible. He was hit with a constant stream of questions
1: from every quarter on most any subject involving race.